Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkast mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Oh ja, yeah, the hype has begun. Good. Yeah, the yeah. hype has begun. I can feel it rising up within my belly. Mm. Oh, man. Hopefully that's hype. I think that's hype, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could, it, could, it could be the uh, guacamole burrito I had for lunch. but Oh, yeah. The burrito was also hype. <laughs> yeah. Um, hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi. Oh, welcome to another episode of Hypecast. Hypecast. Oh, the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. Uh, who do we? What's what's? Uh, hey, what's that? <laughs> what's what's that? I hear <laughs> coming through the bushes. See, with a what's that, I really get to be anything I want to be. <laughs> like it's creative play yeah. for me at that point, right? There's no gender. Yeah. There's no. I'm a human. It's very exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. You could be a, you it's could a, be it's a, a bear. A, it's a blank tapestry for you to just create on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's Alex Schmidt. I'm so glad to be here. Guys, thank you. Welcome. Oh, welcome, man. Alex. Welcome. Oh, I welcome feel welcome. Welcome to, to the hype. How are you doing? How was your day? It's good. I've been I've been editing our voices. Uh so it's been <laughs> that's been great. It's been really good. Uh but yeah, oh, hanging good. in fine and and uh we were just talking about the fires off mic and I'm glad you guys are okay. Yep. Yeah, I've been writing about the apocalypse for work stuff. And I keep looking outside to just see a scorched sky. Uh, it's something. Yeah, it's like you yeah. gotta look out the window and be like, "This is pretty on the nose." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, dial it back. Yeah, dial it World. back. Nobody's gonna buy this. <laughs> yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise been good. My cat keeps trying to go outside because she smells smoke, and apparently that intrigues her. She's so uh, brave. Yeah. Yeah. Brave is a word for it. (laughs) I like I briefly contemplated if I have to be evacuated. So I got the cat carrier out and like hid it in the bathroom because if she sees it, then she just runs and hides. And then so like I have my plan. I have to I have to trick her into going into the bathroom and then I have her trapped. And that's how it's going to go down. Mm -hmm. It's a whole process. (laughs) Um, I mean, if you're going to trap a cat, that's a good way to do it. Oh, yeah. I know all sorts of ways to trap a cat now, folks. <laughs> your your very, cat very, listeners uh, will know ex- now. They, they'll they have the drop on you. Yeah. How's your, Alex, how's your cat world going? It's good. Well, we, yeah, it we good? just started fostering a potential second cat 
because we have one permanent yeah. cat, and then uh, we think we might have found a, found him a friend. So it's very exciting. the The second cat is in yeah. here. Uh, she's been incredibly quiet when I tape things, but if you hear cat noises, that's what's going on. What a good kitty! Are yeah. they getting along? They are. It's still at the separation stage. There's like a baby gate between mm-hmm. them. Um, but they're right. doing a lot of staring at each other and a, a little bit of noise, but it's mostly, uh, I think just, just, just being, being cats, you know? So it's good. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm this is all good Thank news. You. Yeah. Yeah. On the s- successful coupling of cats. <laughs> uh, I would say stick with, like, if you get along with the cat, like the, the cats, cats are going to cat no matter what cats are in the room. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're gonna be cats so <laughs> they'll learn they'll learn unless they like really like they have like a they're like blood enemies somehow like it goes back generations <laughs> otherwise they'll eventually learn to tolerate each other i think i guess i, I haven't thought about whether they have lineages that line up uh, they could I, yeah. I wouldn't know yeah yeah you got you got to take that into consideration <laughs> it might be a whole highlander situation you don't know yeah, she she came with a scroll that said our cat is her enemy. Is that bad? I can't tell. No, uh. <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, uh, you, you you guys want to talk about hype stuff? Man, I can't wait. I can't wait to get started. Uh, it's well, all right. Great. Well, first we have we have producers. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's right, Tom. Uh, did you hear about this, Tom? <laughs> that we have producers. Oh man, I did. I heard something. I heard a thing or two about this. Yeah, we uh, we have a couple new producers. Um, I don't. Uh, this might be an old producer, but they they've they're back. Which is asking seven. Thank you, asking seven. Good way to put yourself. I, again, I don't know, but like, good way to put yourself back on the top of the list is like stop being a producer and then become a producer again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but. Thank you very much, asking. Also, thank you to Joe. Just Joe. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Is there a movie? There's a movie called Joe, right? Maybe. There's uh, a movie called Joe's Apartment. No, Meet yeah, Joe 2013 Black? Nicholas Nicholas Cage film called Joe. Okay. And wow. it's just like a, a picture of him with a beard looking kind of grumpy. Looking like a Looking like a real Joe. Looking like a real Joe. Uh, thank you, Joe. Thank you for your support. Thank you to Happy Ed. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to the guy with the head. You know the guy. We all know the guy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you to I Was Born to Stare, which might be a cat. That sounds like a cat. It's, it's definitely <laughs> cat activity, yeah. Yeah. Thank you to Tiger Troz. Oh, I fucked it up. Thank you to Tiger Drawers, Pratt Thompson, raindrops keep falling on my head uh i wonder if pratt thompson's actually their name and they hit it in there i don't know we'll get we'll get to the bottom of that thank Mm -hmm. you to owen rice thank you owen thank you to dan hackroy (laughs) thank you very much great name thank you to the kool-aid man is a proud communist uh and thank you to guy with the law with a long name thank you very much tom why don't you why don't you say some of these? I will. Thank you to E.T. the, stra- the Extravagant Terrestrial. Thank you to Cody <laughs> you. Johnston's Time Machine Noise. Mm. Thank you to Pete Vorpagel. Thank you to Thank Glitterus. You. Thank you, Glitterus. Thanks to thanks for having Jason Pargin on. Here's 25 bucks. Thank you. Thank you to the evil Midnight Patron with Patrons at Midnight. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you to Exploding Runes. 
Thank you. All right, guys. Oh. It's time to talk about the goddamn Dune trailer. Yes. Yeah, since we're all living it anyway. Yeah, since we're all <laughs> living it. <laughs> oh, Dune. Yeah. Dune. I, not, I knew it was coming, but for some reason it never felt like it was actually going to come. Mm-hmm. The Dune trailer. Right, because yeah. uh, this movie's been in production for like four years now. I think it was announced yeah. four years ago. Have you have either of you either read the books or remember the original film? I have never uh, seen any Dune movies or TV shows, and I read the first book uh, a couple times, but but a while ago. Okay, I've yeah. not read the book, but I remember the David Lynch movie quite well. Okay, I I do not remember the movie, nor have I read the book. I knew there was worms in it. Wasn't Patrick Stewart in the movie? He sure is. Patrick Stewart plays the James Brolin role in this. Oh, oh! Because I think I've seen an internet gif of Patrick Stewart turning on like the body shield where it's all polygons. I think I know yes. that. Yeah, that's all. The, yep. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> Josh Brolin, right? Josh Brolin. Yeah. You said James Brolin. Ja- that's oh, okay. Yeah, that, that would be funny. I was if like, it was wait James a Brolin. fucking second. That's yeah. Seventy-eight-year-old James Brolin in there? No, it's Josh. That's a better idea. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh? What's Dave Batista up to? Dave Batista is the Beast Roban. He's one of the bad guys. Ooh. He, uh, I love that this director is the only director who takes Dave Batista seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, every other movie where that Dave Batista gets to be in, he's either like funny or he's like, like deal in like a kindergarten cop type situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had him in the new Blade Runner. And he has like a serious ass role at the beginning of Blade Runner. Yeah, he sure he yeah. sure does, man. That that is a dark role. And he's great. Yeah, he's really good in that in that sequence. So like I I believe in the potential of Dave Batista. Like that's the only reason. <laughs> well not the only reason, but that's one of the biggest reasons I want to watch this. I well, uh, I oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Alex. You, no, you first. I, I like everything I've seen from this director. I, I think it's only the Blade Runner movie and Arrival that I've seen, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm not a completist on him. But uh, I don't oh, know. Okay. I, I like everything that is it Villeneuve. I, I don't. I'm terrible at pronouncing French, and I always have to practice if I've done some research for a podcast, and I didn't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Villeneuve is correct. I Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Denise Villeneuve. Yeah. yeah, Denis Villeneuve. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah, he also did Prisoners and Enemy, which Alex, I I do recommend. I'm Both sure they're I'm sure they're awesome. films yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, Enemies, yeah, yeah. Enemies, really. Uh, Enemies, like I think his only movie that's really trippy. Yeah, that and like movie, kind of not literal in yes. certain parts. Uh, but Prisoners is just a, a real straightforward thriller. It's real good. Yeah. Okay. They both sound like they don't have spaceships, so I'll have to. I'll have no, to think twice no spaceships, about it. no okay, spaceships, well. but a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm in. That's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get. You they should have double the Jake Gyllenhaal in Enemy. They they could have put Jake Gyllenhaal in Dune. I if he was like like Duke yeah, Atreides, that could work fine. Uh, Oscar Isaac is good, so I'm glad he's there. But uh, yeah. Now, yeah, now I'm just pitching casting. I shouldn't do that. They worked very hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have them right there next to him, also doing the role. <laughs> yeah, they're just both playing it. Yeah. 
Like like a school play where the kids like fight over the role, so they're like, "All right, you'll both play the role." <laughs> like I want I want them right in there next to him, and they're both like clearly annoyed that the other's there. Right, either each one's they're both trying to be bigger than the other. Yeah, like give a bigger performance. Yeah, that's the movie I want to <laughs> so see. So it just escalates until by the end they're just shouting. Yeah, <laughs> this really overly Fuck dramatic it. Shakespearean shouting. Yeah. So this movie's going to be what? 5 hours long, I assume. Probably. It's going to it's yeah. split into two parts with which the trailer does not make clear. Oh, okay. Oh. So this is par- this is part 1. Is it No shit. They're just splitting the one cuz it's a whole series of books that I have not read the rest of. Are they just splitting the one book into two movies? As far as I know. Oh. Okay. Now I'm less excited. But I guess I would watch both movies if they're both good. Oh yeah. I assume it's going to have a lot of like, you know, intense melodic music, uh, by, a lot of really good Toto. cinematography. Yeah. <laughs> get Toto back in there to do the soundtrack. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. Fuck you. Get Toto, get Toto in there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's quite a thing to get the world excited for Dune. <laughs> People like, seem a- really jazzed for it. Like the trailer hit something like six million views within hours. Right. I think it's the director, right? It must I think be, it's yeah. that he has that like Nolan energy, like he's hot. He does very like people are really enjoying his movies. Blade Runner was was a surprising success uh in terms of the quality sequel. The, the quality of film, yeah. Quality, yeah. Not necessarily did, box office. It did not do well. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of film nerds are rock hard for this guy, including myself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm fully erect as we're speaking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just I holding know. up the microphone. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how you couldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> when is this coming out? Theoretically, December. Yeah, December, right? Because mm-hmm. I, like, I feel like there's like a couple meta things going on with a dune movie right now and one is will it even be in theaters and then another right. at any time is isn't dune impossible to make a movie even though they did it and then the other other is the book's amazing and so it's just like nice that that it can be a movie if if it worked out yeah but i don't yeah. know if this will ever be in well, theaters that it clearly is like designed to be you know like apparently they, they yeah. used almost no green screens and they wanted it to be very real and like if you're going to just chuck it on netflix none of that matters yeah, I think they'll they would wait. Uh, yeah. I think it'd be like Tenet, and like mm-hmm. I don't know. Depending on what happens in November, I might be ready to just go out and die in December. <laughs> so like, I'll go see Dune, probably. <laughs> It'll be fine. I guess at a drive-in. I'll, although I don't know how how the the picture sound is at a drive-in. I I haven't been to one. Yeah, I do want to try a drive-in because there's a bunch of around L.A. I was really bummed because I heard Guar is doing drive-in shows, but they're only in Richmond right now in Virginia, so <laughs> no, nothing in L.A., but seeing Guar at a drive-in sounds like a fucking experience. Yeah, that would be dope. Uh, Guar, yeah, Guar, you know Guar at a drive-in the... in Richmond, Virginia is such like entertainment Mad Libs. Like, why are all those oh, things yeah. put together? Well, they're, they're, they're out of Richmond. Oh, okay. They're out of Richmond. Uh, oh, I yeah, see. they also have a Guar, the Guar bar is in... Uh, Richmond, I believe. Um, um, wow. No, and I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be great. You'd have to go to a car wash afterwards because it'd spray blood <laughs> all over the cars, one assumes. Yeah. 
it would just be a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna try to see Dune. I'm gonna I'm gonna brave the apocalypse to see Dune. Sit in a theater for again f- probably five hours still for part one. It's yeah. uh, I it's all I want. That one one like thing that jumped out to me from just my own perception of how the books feel is I feel like Timothy Chalamet is a, a very good pick for that role of Paul Atreides. It, it makes a lot of sense to me as I from what I remember of the book. It's like like a young kid who's like like still figuring out how to be a hero, but also could be a hero is the vibe you get and is like a little right. bit of a princeling at the start, you know, like not that tough, not that ready for the desert. I think I think he's yeah, a good pick he for He definitely yeah, he's got princeling vibes for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's de- he's de- heavy princeling. Right, vibes. he's definitely got the dandiness down. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Kyle MacLachlan played him in the original. In the, yeah, in the and David I can Lynch see one. that too. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, like young Kyle MacLachlan? Uh, that could work, uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, very young Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah, I think okay. he's like twenty yeah. or something like that. <clears throat> yeah, excited for Dune. Yeah. Yeah. Um there's there's a bit of controversy around it that I noticed online. Explain it. Um basically uh it's the book is sort of based on this based on and also borrows heavily from this other kind of very racist book. Uh it's basically white erasure of Mina culture, Middle East, North Africa. Like it's, oh. hmm. it's like it's like white uh, appropriation and uh, erasure of that culture. Um, so there were a lot of people who were when when this movie got announced were looking forward to maybe seeing uh, that reflected in the cast, and it absolutely is not. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, that is a shame. Yeah, it's, so. There's been a bit of that I've noticed on social media. I completely was not aware of that ever. Like Dune just lived in my head as that weird science fiction movie from the in the eighties, right? And I think it lives in most people's heads that way. Yeah. But like, yeah, if you're gonna do it, you might as well try to do it right, um, or at least have more. Yeah. Of, at least have the culture actually represented in the movie. I don't know. I'm right. not the person to speak on it. Sure. Uh, or, or be aware of it. Yeah, like just, that's I was just throwing the... it out there so that people would be no, aware that there is yeah. that controversy yeah. around this story. That's one of the coolest aspects of Lovecraft country, of course, which is that they're like, yeah, he was, you know, a racist. They, it's like, uh, it's like the we, third we... scene where they remind you, you yeah. know, he wrote a poem. <laughs> that was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like they, 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 they tackle it head on, <laughs> yeah, no, which I... I think is a good way to do those things while still kind of being like, but also we love his stuff. Right. Also like, his, <laughs> his stories are cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. So. Like you sort of have to just tackle it head on at right. that point. He's going to be like, listen, <laughs> like right up. It's like Leonard Malton introducing the racist old Disney cartoons. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> yeah. it was a, it, this, <laughs> yeah. this guy was a racist scumbag, but also Cthulhu's cool. So here you go. Yeah. Look, it's, look, it's, look at it's that thing. Monster. Look at that thing with the squid yeah. face. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what this racist made. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> Look what this racist made feels like. Like the song Disney would put on the front of the Song of the yes. South or something. Like the title of the song. <laughs> well, 
Honestly, I was going to say, it could honestly, just be under the Disney logo. I was going to say, it would be like the first 30 years of Disney movies could just be yeah. subtitled, look at what this racist made. Right. Yeah. Um, but like a really yeah, classic, like, show-stopping tune, like, look what yeah. this made. Like, it's really... <laughs> really stylish. fanciful font. Yeah. <laughs> just... Oh, Perfect. Yeah. Again, I'm, I, we're, again, we're talking about Lovecraft, not Frank Herbert. I have no, I don't know anything about Frank Herbert, uh, the person mm. who wrote Dune. Um, yeah, I didn't yeah. know his name was Frank Herbert. I mean, it's I a solid name. I think these are these are vague recollections. I recall him being some kind of uh, like engineer or or even mining or oil person, and then mm-hmm. that yeah. partly inspired the books. And the books are like the the world of it is inspired by the Middle East, at least indirectly in a huge way. Cause like the spice is like oil, you know, and it's a whole thing. Yeah. So, right. so I, I totally of... believe the the idea that it's uh, erasure in the story and also erasure in this movie's casting. Like that makes sense to me uh, that it happened. Yeah. I don't think they should do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You're not pro it. Right. You're not right. pro it. You're... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm also like any old book where they're like, you know, the person who made that is racist. I'm like, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you don't have to convince me of that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, you Look know. Look what this racist made could really apply to cinema right. and art. Just centuries <laughs> like of art. a certain point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. It should also be that like, song at the start of the Oscars. Like, look what? <laughs> like, just looking at all the films of the year. Yeah. <laughs> looking at the filmography of Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, these people are like, you know, Tolkien was anti-Semitic. I'm like, yeah, I know. I've seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've, I've seen the movie. Right. And I've heard about the <laughs> 1900s. So sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. I am yeah. also Makes aware sense. of the 1900s. Yeah. This all scans. Yeah. So, <laughs> man, we got real far, far afield, but, um, <laughs> but Dune, but Dune, Dune. Dune, it looks cool. I don't know. Dune. It's, it's got a big worm. It that yeah, it yeah. Has a big ass worm, and it yeah. had it had like a baleen kind of thing on it instead of chompy teeth. That was interesting to me. That works. That was interesting. Yeah, probably probably makes some I wasn't kind of sure sense. Th- mm. Yeah, I like how it's at the end of the trail. Like they're like, and here's the worm. Yeah. Like because you're watching and you're like, show me the fucking worm. Like that's all <laughs> the that's all I'm thinking the whole time. And then they're like, all right, here it is. We're not going to tease you with the worm. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Face. Right. I'm glad they weren't like, no, let's save the worm. Like it's, you know, yeah. like a Nolan trailer. It's like, no, here's the worm. Yeah, I mean, this is the worm. They, It's a reveal, but at, at least they, you know, they show you the worm. Like you're going to know yeah. what the fucking worm looks like. Here it is. There it is. Yeah. It's a big worm. You happy? <laughs> yeah. For people who aren't don't have time to watch this movie, here's the worm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They will all be riding these worms by the end. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's 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 get to the next trailer because it's something. This, it's, okay. this is the comeback trail. This looks delightful. <laughs> it is Robert De Niro trying to kill Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, this yes. looks... And he is unkillable. This looks so much fun. It's De Niro <laughs> as, a, as a movie producer in the 1970s, like who owes Morgan Freeman, who's apparently some kind of gangster, a lot of money. Yeah, It's like the opening line of the trailer basically is them having an argument about how much money De Niro owes him. And at the end of it, it's like, you either give me my money or I will choke you to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... 
It's just a bunch of Oscar winners being like, bah, I don't care. Yeah. So <laughs> like, let's do, let's do this. It's kind of like the producers in the sense that De Niro's scheme is to put together a production and intentionally get the lead actor killed so that they can collect on an insurance policy for him. Yeah. yeah. And the lead actor is Tommy Lee Jones, who is this grizzled dude who does like a, every morning he plays Russian roulette. Like he's just this, he's a real Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> a real is the role he was made to play. Yeah. Um, would it surprise you? I'm going to go ahead and say it won't, that this is the writer, the director, the writer and director of this movie also wrote midnight run and bad boys. Oh, um, sure. That uh, checks out. Yeah. Yeah. It's that tone. And, uh, it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a real midnight run feel, I think. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe I, I guess that's why maybe De Niro was like, "Oh, I know you." Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it, uh, yeah, it looks just. I need like I want this right now. Yeah, I don't need looks, this in theaters. It looks so much fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just picture Tommy Lee Jones flying through the air through a wall of fire. Yeah, and not being dead. Like, yeah <laughs> it's it's a real wily coyote they keep trying to kill him and he just won't die yeah it's uh yeah oh what a premise <laughs> it's pretty good it is, yeah it is especially for like like i'm not always so into a movie that's about making a movie especially if it's totally wacky like this but it's a it's a smart mm. enough use of that situation that i'm pretty into it like that that is a fun reason to want to kill a guy yeah. in a uh like action murder comedy that's fun I also think I, I'm going to go ahead and say a hundred percent of the reason this movie looks good is the cast. Like if yeah. you showed me this exact film with a bunch of young actors, I'd be like, eh, pass. <laughs> but they're like, what if it's Tommy Lee Jones and Robert De Niro? And it's like, well, okay, shit. I guess I'm going to have to see that. <laughs> and Morgan Freeman. Like, don't forget. He's running and Morgan around there. Freeman and fucking Morgan Freeman. Like what a, what a, what a, assortment yeah of people of old guys yeah it is when i because when i watched this trailer the first other movie i thought of was once upon a time in hollywood because like in that movie dicaprio and pitt and all these people are playing like kind of down on their luck hollywood people but they're still cool because they're in a tarantino movie and like this movie i feel like they really are kind of being down on their luck it, by doing this, yeah. it, not in a not in a way where I feel bad for them or I think they're making a mistake or anything, but it's like actually right. uncool in a way I'm very excited about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is a uh, film of the year. <laughs> Comeback trail. Yep. Calling it now. Forget Dune. Just. <laughs> this is it. A production it short on sandworms, trying yeah. like hell to kill Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He, uh, the sandworm shows up at the end and swallows Tommy Lee Jones, and he just. <laughs> punches his way out like a men in black hundred yep. percent god and he's still like the same amount of old that he's been for like the last 20 years right he'll like never when be is the he gonna hit the next he'll just always be old yeah when it's weird like i don't know when he's gonna hit that next stage never of old i don't maybe he won't maybe he's Can't just gonna happen. be that i don't know yeah. He see I don't know. Permanently I don't 65. Know. Who can say? Just permanently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. right there. He's been right 65 the since like 2000. <laughs> yeah. 
He started as 40 right. in his first movie in, in Love Story, playing a college a college roommate, I believe. Oh, wild. <laughs> and he looks, if you look, if you Google Tommy Lee Jones' Love Story, you will see a 40-year-old man. <laughs> like, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> yeah, like he looks, he looks fucking like a forty-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, he he never he. God damn it, he was never young. Yeah, just this, this is the youngest we've seen him, and he looks forty. It was it was some kind of would you rather where it was like, would you rather be normal age moving at normal aging, or would you rather start your life at fifty and move at like one fifth the aging of other people? And he took the weird answer. Yeah, exactly. He picked that one. He took the weird one. It's fun. Yeah, he took the answer where the genie was like, Really? Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. That's not no the one we usually get, but okay. Sure. I mean it's your <laughs> wish, buddy. Yeah, and you will be dubbed Tommy Lee Jones. I like Dave. I like that you uh, said we. Like the genie goes back to Genie Co. or or subcorporation. Yeah. You know, like well, we got one. I don't know. <laughs> like uh, at the oh, office. Yeah. Oh yeah, all the genies hang out together. Oh for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we got another trailer. Uh, this this came out today. It's for Freaky. This is yeah. uh, from the writer of uh, Happy Death Day. So you know, it's from the director of Happy Death Day. Director of Happy Death Day. Yeah. So they they clearly have a niche, which is we're <laughs> gonna take a horror plot and mix it with a comedy. Like Happy Death Day was like we're gonna do slasher plus Groundhog Day, and now this one is we're gonna do slasher plus Freaky Friday. It's mm-hmm. a pretty good idea. And Tom, if you remember, we discussed this plot. Well, like we don't remember. We well okay maybe it wasn't me and you I on one of the podcasts I talked about and they're still not doing it in this of doing a Freaky Friday movie a body switch movie where one of them takes the other body hostage oh, and starts yeah, like we did mailing them that. fingers and stuff that. yeah this <laughs> is as close to it as we gotten this is about a teenage girl who body switches with Vince Vaughn and if that's not horrifying enough he's also a serial killer. <laughs> A slasher killer. <laughs> and so, yeah, now her body is inhabited by a, like a, like a, like a real Jason Voorhees type. And she's Vince Vaughn. And it looks more like a comedy than a horror. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I think it looks fun. Yeah. Yeah, same. I think it looks like a good time. And and they and yeah. uh and that actress I, I remember from Blockers. Uh she was very good in that movie. So probably mm-hmm. in this too. And then Vince Vaughn seems good in the trailer. Yeah. Happy Death Day is like I don't know uh, uh, what you guys thoughts on it. I thought that was a fun movie that I don't think about much. Yeah, I, re- uh, I mean I really enjoyed it. Yeah. No, I did yeah, I didn't hate it. Uh but it didn't leave a like a impact on me. Mhm. So I don't know. I I I hope this director kind of expands from I'm going to do a horror movie with a wacky gimmick. Or uh, or he runs it into the ground and does just increasingly bad ideas in a way that is humorous to us. Yeah. That would be fun. What's the next comedy <laughs> that he should take from? I, I don't know. And uh, mix it with a horror. What's a bad idea? Caddyshack? 
Like just somehow that's horror. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> uh, Caddyshack, but horror. <laughs> Get it done. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not, I'm not sure how that would go. Somehow, I, I don't know how it would work, but that was that was just off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I think you picked a good one, or like any Rodney Dangerfield film, which are all all kind of horror movies right. already. Tell you, get no respect. He's stabbing a woman <laughs> to death. Yeah. Just do Lady. I mean, bugs. well, he's just, just yeah, just do him in the beginning of Natural Born Killers. Oh yeah, where he's got like the laugh track and everything. Yeah, or or Dangerfield and Back to School, but then the flip is like Kurt Vonnegut as the murderer, right? Then I'm excited, right? <laughs> then I'm seeing that. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Now I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, I need to stop for a second. Why is he in that movie, Kurt Vonnegut? They in one Why? of. Uh, we we looked into it when me and uh, the great Michael Swain were making Kurt Vonnegut guys, and it, as far as we can tell, they just asked him to, and he said yes. He like brings it up in one of oh. his letters that's collected in a, a collection by Dan, Dan Wakefield. Uh, yeah, I guess He's they just, just asked like, him. No and one he ever said asked yes. me before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes being in stuff. It seems like he, he just wanted to be. Famous. Is he? Is he in other things? Uh, they made like, a, I think a Canadian anthology show that I've never been able to see of some of his short stories. And I guess he like kind of hosts it if I remember right, but he's not in a lot of things. That's, Back to school is kind of the main cameo. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he plays, he plays himself, right? Yeah. He gets, uh, hired, I think yes. to write a paper on Kurt Vonnegut and, uh, gets, and they get a B and so then Dangerfield calls him at, and it gets angry at Vonnegut about it. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, the, the whole gag is like the professor's like clearly this person has no understanding of Vonnegut. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what were we doing? Oh yeah, freaky. Yeah, freaky. Yeah, I don't know. It looks fun. Uh, yeah. I don't have any other thoughts. It also yeah. the trailer trailer reminded me of Mean Girls a little bit because the it, like the the it's, it's hard to explain like when the girl. So the girl has the soul of Vince Vaughn's serial killer in her, and then when Vince Vaughn mm-hmm. has the soul of the girl in him, he befriends like two high school misfits, as far as I can tell. And that just reminded yeah, me of like they're... the two friends in Mean Girls who are more authentic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He beats up a bully. He sure does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, if somebody walked in the bathroom, would be great. It's just you know, sixty-year-old Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This this is a good idea. Like, this is a fun... This has a lot of potential for a lot of gags based on just this idea. I just really want the body switch to be a body horror as well, where they like... Because they a body switch is... You're essentially holding someone's body hostage if you refuse to do the switch, which mm. I guess someone pointed this out to me is the hot chick, the Rob Schneider film. Uh, like, is it? I guess the in that one the it's it doesn't go into body horror, but the the Rob Schneider character refuses like to like give it back. I think. Oh wow! Because he's a weird pervert and he's in like a teenage girl's body. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, the freaky I think is just the hot chick, right? Which is I be- <laughs> I'm assuming as horrific of a movie to watch. I've yeah. never actually seen the hot I, chick, I haven't though. seen it, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't dared to inflict that upon myself yeah. at this point. But it, yeah. this is the hot chick, but a horror movie. <laughs> 
Well, like or more of a horror movie. Well, and, and like you said, Ed, Dave, like there is some kind of angle in instead of she switches bodies with Vince Vaughn, a serial killer, like she switches bodies with aging male actor Vince Vaughn or Rob Schneider or whoever. Oh. Like that is definitely yeah a separate other fun comedy. Yeah, yeah. I think what it is is that a a body swapping movie doesn't need an like an addition of horror to it. It's already a horror story. Yeah, yeah. From the start. It's a horrific thing to happen, and it would be really psychologically damaging. And then if one of the two people ends up being a sociopath and, and like, is, you know, like, destroying the life of the other person, like, it could just be a psychological horror movie that way. Uh, they don't need to be a killer. Because they oh. could also realize that they... Like, they can do whatever they want. Like, they don't have to be a killer to begin with. They could just slowly be getting more sinister. I don't know if you've seen the film Colossal. We, we reviewed it, but, like, Colossal's one where it's, like, that's kind of a horror movie. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen because it. I've heard about it's... it uh, from you guys, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you could just do a body swap and just... I don't know. There doesn't need to be an addition of, like, they're a serial killer. It could just be, like, and this person is a toxic person like one of them is just a very scary person i don't know you know you know what movie i have seen recently no joke is 13 going on 30 and those movies too there's a lot of like suddenly someone else is piloting your life and can like mess up your job or something right that's the 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 big yeah it's big yeah it's a a big type premise yeah but it's big time travel right she uh yeah she actually goes into the yeah. future i actually haven't seen it alex <laughs> what is it about i have seen it it's a <laughs> yeah she alex yeah yeah she just jumps into it's her jumping into her own life at age 30 from age 13 so like her parents are older and and her childhood home is still there but everybody's moved on uh and her love interest is older uh and uh my my partner also pointed out like an amazing theory on reddit where someone breaks down that the whole movie is actually the love interest, Mark Ruffalo, uh, being a very cruel like wizard, and he created a, a like a pocket universe to trick <laughs> Jennifer Garner into loving him. It's the best. Oh wow! Uh, oh, it's shit. a really good theory. Uh, but but yeah, but it's because this kind of movie is uh, scary in like a fundamental way, whether or not the movie does anything with it. Mm-hmm. Boy, I forgot Mark Ruffalo's in that. Yeah, uh, Judy Greer's in it. Uh, uh, oh yeah! It's also got oh, what's his name? Andy Circus. Andy Circus plays a, a not a not a monkey or a, a CGI creature. He just plays a, a boss, Weird. but he's in a lot of it. Yeah. Wow! <sighs> Gotta watch it. Uh, let's let's get to the next uh, uh, trailer though, which is also I guess a horror movie. Uh, what do you guys think of this, Rebecca? Um, I don't know. It's a it's apparently yeah. based on a book. Um, it looks like kind of like a standard, oh, there's a, there's another book that looks exactly like this. Now I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. I also, it, I, it was loose. I, the, the title like, triggered a thing in my head and I, cause I checked and it's a book and then also apparently a Hitchcock movie that, uh, like one best oh. picture and stuff, but I haven't seen or read any of it. I, I, I don't really know it. Yeah, it 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 was really boring me, and then they're like ghosts, maybe, and I'm like, right? Ah. It's like she, it's oh man, I think it's like a Jane Austen book. I don't know. Yeah, but she moves in basically with this rich dude into his estate uh, after his wife is has uh, uh, died. Um, 
and it's like there's an implication that he may have killed her and that also that the manor is haunted by her ghost yeah, yeah i'm guessing there's not a single ghost in this i don't know it could I'm really go either way a ghost yeah yeah but i'm guessing that the truer is like look we got to make people see this so let's like play up the ghost stuff because nothing in it, nothing, none of the visuals implies ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's just like dialogue. And I feel like it's just like probably from like one scene where someone like suggests or like it's the character constantly feeling like the place is haunted. But I, I don't know. I, it, it, uh, maybe it's supposed to be ambiguous and it is throughout the movie. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I'm guessing Slimer won't show up, you know? Yeah, no. I, mean, the, I, the, I hope. Mr. Staypuff probably won't show up. Yeah. yeah. Be amazing if she goes around a corner and Slimer's just eating from a fucking snack tray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in the trailer, they are drinking Ecto Cooler a lot, but yeah. but I yeah. don't yeah. think was, that implies was... Slimer's yeah, presence. Yeah, like a real... Like a real uh, club-footed uh, product placement of Ecto Cooler in this trailer. Yeah. Yeah, Which isn't thing. even, like, available. Yeah, it's not uh, even a thing you can buy. <laughs> be amazing they brought it back for this movie, for Rebecca. Yep. Limited edition Ecto Cooler, Rebecca tie-in. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Put Ghost Dad in there. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can like an, I can see like a high C box that's like all old timey looking and like Victorian haunted. <laughs> right, they spell the whole word the high because it's the past, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, that's the world I want to live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I'll pro- uh, maybe I'll see this. I, people should check out the trailer. It's an intriguing trailer. It's uh, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. It looks very it stylish. Feels, it looks like a like a horror yeah. movie for grown-ups. Like cuz it could be ghosts or it could be not getting over your your dead ex-wife. You know, it could go either way. So, right. So it's it's all very adult, it seems like. It, it yes. It stinks of adult. Yeah. It does. It it just it, it just is pounding off of it in waves that adult stench. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Hits you right in the face. Right. So here's here's an interesting detail. I just looked up uh who directed it? Uh, and I'm, I'm like making sure it's the right movie. Yeah. All right. This kind of intrigues me. It's the director of High Rise and Free Fire. Uh, hmm. And like oh. the ABCs of Death did a segment. So it's it's like a happy death day for to you type of director who does like stylish films and now is doing this, uh, which seems very different from the other stuff they've done. They're also uh, attached to the Tomb Raider sequel. Oh, Weird. okay. What an odd, like, uh, uh, like resume here. But I don't know. That kind of makes me want to see it. High yeah, I might have guessed it. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know what that do- if that does anything for people listening. <laughs> everybody's ears just perked up at ooh free fire you say free fire i don't know that's a very that whole movie is one shootout like he does very like stylish unique films and then rebecca hmm. so fucked if i know what that means looks like he did a, a, another drama before this so they have range that's the point that's fair yeah uh yeah and his next film after this is about 
people killing nocturnal monsters. Sure. So <laughs> fucking Jesus. Uh, all right. Next trailer is for uh, Wolf Walkers. This is on Apple TV. Uh, it's a it's a it's a cartoon. It is. Yeah. Um, I really like the animation style here. It looks very storybooky. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's hard to explain, but it's like it looks like you're watching the characters on a on the page of a book move. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, Apple Apple TV. They're trying some stuff. Yeah. Like they they pro- I don't know how many people are subscribed to it. I don't know how you know if they're worried, but they're they're being bold about what they choose. Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah, this looks pretty fun. This looks it's it's for kids, but well, it's for kids and stoned adults and so like <laughs> yeah, I'll watch this. It, it looks it looks pretty beautiful. And it's I don't know about a little girl in the woods and there's like wolf walkers. Yeah, it's basically a girl gets lost in the woods and meets this other little girl who lives with wolves and has the ability to sort of like the Stark children in Game of Thrones uh, has the ability, <laughs> yeah. the ability to inhabit a wolf while she sleeps. Right. And unlike the Stark children, maybe it'll matter. Right. Maybe it'll this. actually <laughs> fucking mean something. Yeah. In this. Uh, what if it doesn't? I mean, <laughs> what if this? What if this this movie just spins off into It'd be a seven swing. seasons and doesn't go anywhere? Yeah. Uh, what if What if George R. R. Martin made Game of Thrones just so he can make this? Like he was like, "Yeah, I'll do that yeah. for them," but this is my real passion. My my show. Right. Wolf I gotta Walkers. get the wolf. Yeah, I gotta get wolf children in the zeitgeist first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wolf walkers will be hot. Um. Yeah, I don't know. People should check out the trailer for this. It looks. Yeah, Tom, I think you described it best. It's very it's very unique looking. Uh and it, it it's one of those things where it's like more children's movies should look different. Right. Like and, there should be a variety. Yeah, and I don't I I'm not knocking the CG style. I I like it fine and it's obviously the standard now, but it's nice when things break away from that. Yeah. And make like just a really strong visual statement. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, final trailer is for Rent a Pal. This is uh, Will Wheaton. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like the '90s. It's about a guy who uses this Rent a Pal service. I read about it a little bit. Like it's obviously one-sided. He's talking to these tapes. Of Will Wheaton, and the tapes apparently get slightly more sinister as the movie right. goes. They seem to be able to see him and know what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but it's still Will Wheaton being very genial, which I, I'm i kind of into. It looks like I, I kind of don't know what exactly what the tone of this movie is going to be, because the main character seems to also be kind of a creep. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a little weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks, I mean, it looks interesting. Yeah. First time director. Um, it's weird seeing Will Wheaton. He hasn't been around. It feels like not acting much. He does a lot of like hosting and shit. 
Yeah, yeah. it it feel it's Will Wheaton in his natural habitat, which is staring at a camera, <laughs> uh, being slightly sinister, yeah, being slight, being quiet, yeah. slightly menacing. Yeah, just a little bit. Right, like in uh, any ecosystem that contains a Will Wheaton, you need to provide cameras. Otherwise, right. it is not comfortable. It doesn't feel good. It can't reproduce. It's just basic ecology. Exactly. Yeah, either that or you you put him on a Star Trek and he gets yelled at. Like if he gets yelled at by Patrick Stewart, that also works. <laughs> but you don't have Patrick Stewart around all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. This looks interesting. I think this is going to streaming, uh, probably in time for like Halloween. Uh, it, it 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 looks interesting. It looks like a slow burn, probably. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I'll probably check it out. Yeah, this would be one of those that I would... Yeah, this is going to be like an 11.20 at night watch for me and be like, oh, Renapal. Renapal. Yeah, I've got yeah. 80 minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll watch Will Wheaton be creepy. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, it is one um, I do not need to see in a theater if I'm going to see it. Like, you can just throw it on. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. For sure. Oh, apparently it's coming out today. Oh, well, shit. Oh, all right. Today being 9-11. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I've it, invoked uh, it. I guess. Uh, wow, that was fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. I, I guess go from this to just immediately watching Rent a Pal. If you feel like it, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, that's trailers, you guys. Uh, do we want to talk about news stories? Man, I think we do. I think we want to move on to news stories. All right. Well, first we got some producers to name. Producers oh, like Andrew. Andrew, Andrew, how, how? Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you to Vincent, our our resident vampire. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know, we might have more than one vampire on here. Uh, you never know. But thank you, Vincent. Thank you to Reverend or Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you to John Munez. Thank you very much. Thank you to Wavy Rancheros. You Woo. sound delicious. Thank you to Mr. DNA. You're great. Uh, thank you to Lauren Gucci. Many, many thanks. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Woo. Thank you. Yeah. Tom, why don't, why don't you? All right. Well, oh, man. Well, we want to we we give thanks to uh, Grumblebee. Grumblebee. Uh, Tux. Tux. Shepard Mulch Diggums. Shepard, thank you. Uh, Norm from Cheers. Thank you. Norm. Norm. Davy Francis. Davey. Space McNulty. Always a pleasure. Hiram. Hiram. And oh, great, it's that guy. Oh, oh great. Woo, we did it. Woo. Thank you. Um, all right, let's talk about these new Oscar inclusion rules mm-hmm. uh, that have been sort of talked about on the internet. Um, Alex, you pointed out in the notes something that I'm also pretty sure of, which is that this isn't going to change anything. Yeah, I think it's like uh, I, 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 not step on you. I, I think it's like a good uh, plan and a good gesture, and also uh, just the way it's. Uh, there are so many ways to meet the standards that a lot of movies probably yeah. just already do this, and the and the ones that don't, will take probably like basic steps behind the scenes to to have some like people working on the crew, uh, who are underrepresented. Yeah. So it may not be a big change to a- the movies we get. I don't think so. There was a lot of, like, you know, 
uh, real real depressing people right. would, would tweet stuff like, there goes the Irishman, and then someone else would be like, well, actually, this and this and this, so the Irishman. Like, people would point out films of being like, Psh, that can't get nominated, I guess, in this new woke Oscars, and then you'd look it up and be like, no, it could. Uh, yeah. It really doesn't change anything. In fact, you could argue maybe they need to be, like, higher standards even uh, if it doesn't change anything, but, like... Yeah, I, I, it's nice. Like, it's. Should we go over the inclusion rules? Um, I mean, con- they're a little confusing. We don't need to go over them in their entirety, but like. Okay. The idea is that, uh, like, uh, leader or supporting actors should be from an underrepresented group, or like, like I think what it, how the standards work is it's like, or failing that you do this, or failing that, or mm-hmm. do this. Where it's like, uh, okay, is the storyline about like an underrepresented group? It isn't? All right, what about the creative team? Right. What about department heads? Um, and like this counts for distribution. So like the people arguing like, oh, well, what if you're like, you know, an indie film? Uh, what, you can't get an Oscar? And it's like, well, if your distributor picks you up and that's a company that has like an internship with underrepresented groups then bam you're qualified like i think it's extremely easy for almost any film yeah yeah under these guidelines it is it because it's it's like they give you i think it's like a b c d and you have to meet yeah. like one like, from each i think if i if i read it right i think it's a b c d and you have to meet two of them and there are also several ways to meet each of them so mm-hmm. it's yeah. very it's like very flexible. It seems like the main thing would be if you're making a movie that's entirely about white men, you would need to then like make some hires behind the scenes that are not white men. And and that's and that would cover right. it. That that's like that's like the only main change I could see things needing to make. Right. Which is fine. Like great, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh right yeah I hope I hope it helps yeah. my my only fear is that it it's not enough I mean uh, but maybe I'm wrong I think hopefully it's meant as just like a starting point I guess yeah 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 and I also may not totally understand it like it was a very long list of rules right. and and I don't know but it, yeah it seems like right. they're trying to do something and. With all this stuff, you just have to hope people's intentions are good and then also agitate if it's not doing the right thing. Right. Because the biggest problem has, and, you know, hopefully not always will be, but has been for a while, that the underrepresentation is not of, like, easy to see because it's often film executives. It's on yeah. the back end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's It's the higher-ups, which is, like kind of the problem so like that's that's really like and that's that's the root of the problem because it's the people deciding what movies will be made and you know how much money they get and all that so like that's really like the trouble area so anything they do for like uh behind the scenes would be good but i don't think these standards really go to executive uh level it looks like right. A is for the cast and storyline. B is for the crew. It looks like yeah. C I just, is I for feel- yeah. It's it's there. It's good, but it's also like it's not. I feel like you could very cynically meet the standards. You absolutely could. Oh sure. Yeah. yeah. 
like you can hire like a few interns here and there like it is a good start i just wish it was um actually more Mm -hmm. more and actually tackled the issue uh but i don't know it's something it's something for people to complain about on twitter it sure is so there's that yeah that's fun right yeah you guys definitely read the comments when you saw this on Twitter, right? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, de- I, de- definitely, I definitely yeah. dove down this hole. No, I didn't do that to myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot of scholars down there. There's a lot of uh, philosophers. That's true. You yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Some really great yeah. minds. Yeah. 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 Ph- philosophers. That's the word that I was looking the, for. You know, the me. marketplace of ideas. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a real marketplace of ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's also because uh, also with this kind of thing, like, it is the kind of thing that movies and studios could cynically work around. And then it's also the kind of thing that right wingers can cynically exploit for a month of content. You know, I'm, I'm the most yeah. upset about that. People being like, yeah. Oh, there goes yeah. Hollywood censoring stories somehow, but that's not true at all. It's not what's happening. Right. It's this exhausting process where people are going to say that. And then people have to t- go the effort to be like, no, not really. Right. Uh, and it's like, uh, <laughs> like it's just it's too much work but yeah i don't know uh it's a good start good start yeah um so uh other story there's a uh, new borat there is yeah i saw i saw like i don't know tweets about people seeing like borat wandering around mm-hmm. uh and now we know that there was one that was already shot and apparently screened yeah. uh <laughs> And is I get I I don't even know what this is gonna be. Yeah, I don't they just know. Did it's, one. I mean, that's amazing. They just did a Borat. Yeah, yeah. He's been pretty active over the past year. And he crashed the Trump rally and yeah, some other. He's been vocal about Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, this will probably. I'm. I would guess that this movie is gonna pop up somewhere before the election. Yeah. I'm wondering if it'll have any political, like, uh, like the first Borat, it's a little political, but it's like, it also had the advantage of, you know, like, I feel like it's hard to be Borat, right? To walk down the street and be Borat. Cause everybody, it's like dressing like Austin Powers. Yeah. Like everybody's just like, oh, it's Borat. Like it's hard to trick people as Borat. Yeah. Uh, it depends yeah. on where so, you're going and what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. Um, because there's a certain, I mean, obviously way more people would recognize him now, but there was a certain yeah. uh, group of, you know, cast of people who would have recognized him back in 2006, whenever that first, that original right. movie came out. So it really just depends on where he's going and what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, clearly it was a success. Yeah. He made a whole bore ad about he it. He did, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it pops up on like Showtime, since that's where he did his show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, that's also that's interesting about like the idea of it being aimed to come out before the election or like intended to be before the election. Like I'm sort I'm sort of dreading the middle of October, late October, uh, some movie and TV people all all at once being like, "Don't worry, we made the the like." extra murphy brown episode that the nation needs right now like i I don't need any of that from from hollywood at all let's 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 just do the democracy stuff (laughs) yeah uh that's uh, that's totally a guess on my part oh just just, what if just based on what he's been doing for the past year 
what if this is the movie that'll heal America? But like, it's probably not a crazy guess. Like if it's done, you know, and if, if theaters are all shut down, so everybody's just putting stuff online, like, I don't know, they might just put it out. Like it could happen. Yeah. 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 I think, I don't know. I'm uh, maybe, maybe I'm being too hard on Borat. I liked Borat from what I remember, but, uh, yeah, I think like this is the perfect time for America to shrug and go, oh, Borat too, and like turn it on yeah. all together, and we'll all watch <laughs> it. We'll be like, oh, it's oh cool, okay, Borat too, cool. Yeah, I made another one. All right, Borat. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, let's do another Borat. Um, yeah, fucking weird. I mean, why wouldn't we do another Borat? Yeah, yeah. It seems very late for another Borat, but maybe that's what makes it perfect mm-hmm. i mean it's like if they announced a napoleon dynamite sequel right now i'd be like <laughs> really <laughs> all right yeah let's wade into this mess <laughs> yeah i feel like we were over this but yeah let's do it <laughs> crazier things have happened <laughs> don't worry america we got napoleon dynamite 2 out before the election so we did our jobs <laughs> uh we're feeling Feels really good about the it. nation <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, keep an eye out for Borat 2, everyone. Borat 2. Um, our final news story, uh, we should mention it. The Venture Brothers got canceled. It did. Which yeah. I think, I don't know, it it, it, it takes five years between seasons. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, I think, it literally premiered 17 years ago. Yeah, I think a lot of people probably <laughs> didn't realize it wasn't canceled. I await every new season uh i i i i've i'm caught up with the show i don't know about you guys but i've seen every season and i am kind of bummed yeah Uh, but i get it too the i've seen a little bit like it's like adult swim was tweeted it's like we're we're talking with um doc and um uh, whoever the other guy is i forget uh about a possible future home for venture brothers so there's there's like some hope or speculation that it might wind up somewhere maybe like on hbo max or something Mm. i'd really appreciate that um like it's i don't know i really liked the series how they kind of evolved the characters slowly and evolved like what they were satirizing like it got more into superhero stuff in the later seasons right because that first season is a is a straight up johnny quest parody (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is one of those things is like we didn't need this but i'm glad it exists (laughs) yeah yeah it was already kind of wild uh thing to 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 satirize in 2003 (laughs) yeah (laughs) or whenever it came out um but yeah, I think it seems, and this is pure speculation on my part, um, and I think, Dave, we talked about this a little bit off mic yesterday, um, like the AT&T merger with Warner finalized, I think in June, or, or, yeah. or earlier this year, I, I believe, um, and they've been chopping off heads at, at Warner Brothers uh, for, for the past several weeks. Yeah. Like, oh. if you remember... A f- Last month, they wiped out DC Comics almost. Yep. Um, well, Tom, why would you be interested in DC Comics having something happen to it? Do you mm-hmm. make a, a podcast about Batman or something? I do, oh. yes. <laughs> I, guess uh, I, I happen to like comic books. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, which is, I mean, I don't know. It's 
they've they've done more than that that's just the the biggest example i can think of so it seems like like AT&T is only concerned like it seems like it seems like this was a decision that was not made by anyone at adult swim is what i'm getting mm. at oh for sure yeah <laughs> I, I think adult swim probably it's the venture brothers i mean that we love the venture well, yeah, brothers and then, like yeah and it's everybody this was already supposed to be its last season i think right yeah like this was going to be the last one and everybody knew that um so that yeah it just it really feels like this was a from like really you know uh, this is from a high high up on the chain and nobody that's actually directly involved with adult swim or the show had any any say in this right yeah Mm. it's a wild show the way it's stretched out i think because uh, on a certain, like we have the Friday nights where we watch movies with people. I've screened Venture Brothers episodes b- while we're like getting ready. And I've seen comments of people who are like, what is this? And it's <laughs> weird because it started so long ago. There's like a generational gap with the Venture Brothers. Uh, and it takes so long between seasons that it's easy to be almost invisible. Like, it takes so long that when a new season comes out, I'm sure there are people who are like, what's this new show, The Venture Brothers? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, Has any other show, like, I guess Game of Thrones? I feel like Venture Brothers beat it out for, like, longest time between seasons. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Do you think... Was the last season? Because I have only seen bits and pieces of it. Do you think it Something would benefit like from, like living somewhere like Netflix where then it's all in one place and people kind of binge it and, and come to it fresh and, and then it, then it does well. I do because adult swim is in that. I, although HBO max, I think now has adult swim, but like for a while, classic adult swim was a hard thing to find. Like only now do we have all the space ghosts in one place. Oh yeah. And that's like, there's certain shows like that, Space Ghost and Aqua Teen and, you know, Venture Brothers where, like, you you could buy them on Amazon, but, like, in the world of streaming and Netflix, they weren't very visible. Uh, and that, that always felt weird to me. Like, it always felt like these are shows that could have been just, like, like Space Ghost should have just been on YouTube, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another one that's not Adult Swim, but, like, Dr. Katz is one where I had to buy the DVDs because I was like, fuck it. I need Dr. Katz. I need all the Dr. Katz in the home <laughs> movies. Uh, it's just, I don't know. There's certain shows that aren't going to get lost or anything, but like are not as available as they should be, in my opinion. And yeah, yeah. Venture Brothers is one of those. Alex, if you haven't watched much of it, I don't know. Maybe you watched an episode and you hated it, but like... Oh, no. I, I, it's, no, I thought it was good. It was just on at weird times and, and I never like committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely for anybody who hasn't watched the Venture Brothers. It's worth like sitting down and watching them all because there's some amazing episodes in that. The Manchurian Candidate episode, they do the Manchurian Candidate <laughs> is amazing, where the ghost of Abe Lincoln shows up. It's uh, I don't know. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful show, and I'm I'm I hope they find a way to make a new season of it. And it really seems like it would benefit from people being able to watch it all in a row. Because, like, I know what I saw yeah. seemed to have some references to stuff where I was just like, ah, I'll just kind of keep up, I guess. But but it's probably more fun that's, if you can sit with it. 
Yeah, that's the most interesting thing about the Venture Brothers is that, like, in a time where it was Adult Swim and stuff, it was like you sort of have to watch them in order because there was a story, especially in the later seasons. Like, yeah. uh, it it was like it wasn't like just like bottle episode after bottle episode. It was like you there's actually like a running story throughout. Like the first couple seasons were less like that, less more more like serialized. But then after that, it. It became a whole thing. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, that's that's news stories, folks. Woo! Do we oh, want man. to? Uh, I think we got a couple more producers to name, right? Uh, yeah, just a couple. You know, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, uh, big big thank yous. All of the thing. I'm reaching into my pockets and I'm pouring out. Oh thank yeah, yous. gather up those thank yous. Yeah, thank you to Left. Thank you so much. Woo. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Joshua Graves. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to Normal Man, Andrew McGuire. Uh, Thank you very much, not, Andrew. Not believing it for a second. Mm-hmm. Thank <laughs> you to Ozzy. Woo. Yeah. Thank you to AJ. Woo. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Yeah. Tip Drizzle. You Thank too. you to Frank frankly amish thank you very much mm-hmm. uh tom why don't you all right well so we gotta throw throw some thanks in the direction of mrs voitus mrs voitus the ghost of dave thomas mm, aaron burser thanks aaron, aaron burser uh to david knife boot henson mba cpa thank you thanks to christopher robert sparts esquire thanks thank to mackenzie you. righteous hand of the lizard people chill Thank Thanks you. to Funky J, and thank you to Pie Guy. Thank you, thank you. Oh, man. We're almost at the end. I feel like there's something missing. I don't know. There's something I don't feels know what that could be. incomplete. No idea, Unfinished. <laughs> no, I have no idea. Dave, I got to know, is, is there any way that you have in your, in, your, in your repertoire a movie that deserves more hype? Ah, jeez. You know what? What's that? I think I do. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. This yes! is this is uh, this is coming out as a virtual theatrical release, which means I assume it won't be on streaming. It'll be like a website, one of them websites on the World Wide Web that you go to. But I'm sure it'll be on Amazon and whatever. But this but Dave, is called the but Dark Dave, Will Divide. it be on the Information Superhighway? I think it'll be on both the World Wide Web and the Information Superhighway. Oh, okay, yes. cool. Yeah. Um. This is coming out September 18th. The Dark Divide. Sounds like a horror movie, but it is in fact <laughs> David Cross hunting butterflies. <laughs> um, this movie looks delightful. It's it's a it's David Cross uh it's a it was made uh, like produced with the National Wildlife Federation, which I think is fun. Um it's based off a book. It's about a man whose um uh wife uh, passes away due to cancer and he decides to uh, go for a month hiking this national forest in Washington looking for butterflies. Uh, so it's David Cross just, you know, hunting butterflies, which I could just watch that <laughs> for two hours. But uh, apparently he gets like a bunch of adventures with like loggers and like people living in the woods and also, he hunts Bigfoot, I guess. 
uh, in the movie? Apparently. Apparently yeah. there's like a Bigfoot. Yeah, if you go to the about page of this film, they like the last paragraph, they're like, and also Sasquatch. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Because it's not in the trailer. Well, there's a Bigfoot footprint in the trailer. Oh, is there? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That was, that was going to be my question Wait. for both of you is when I saw the trailer and didn't notice any Bigfoot stuff, was I crazy? Because, yeah, I <laughs> then I read this description and I was like, that's a lot of Bigfoots in the movie, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you guys think? What is this? What is this to you? I don't know. This looks, I don't know. This looks like it could be good. Like in a, yeah, in, uh-huh. a, in a in a an emotionally rewarding way that's sort of uplifting, um, but I don't know. Um, I'm curious about it. Definitely, I just want to see David Cross hunting butterflies and getting into adventure scraps, getting into scrapes with big feet. Apparently, yeah, some Bigfoots. I don't know. This just like uh, like right now in this world that we live in, uh, it's nice to see nature. And David Cross in his natural habitat, uh, just wandering around nature, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, doing jokes, probably. I saw a few comedians in here. Um, yeah, it looks very indie, feel good, you know. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe that's what people are in the mood for. It's it's it just looks it just looks bittersweet and fun, yeah. and apparently has Bigfoot in it. Apparently, there's Bigfoot. It's like. Yeah, it's like the the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot, but like (laughs) David Cross. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's the comedy. It's the comedy. You watch you watch that movie and then you watch this movie. That's what you do. (laughs) That'd be a real roller coaster. Um, That was one of the most unexpected watches I've ever been through. Yeah, that's a hell of a film. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I haven't actually seen it, yeah. but uh, the title is an adventure just on, on its own. It is. It is not what the title th- seems to yeah. suggest. It's. It's oh. actually like a very profound drama about loss. Yep. Oh, <laughs> it's, man. it's not like yeah. they advertise as like a as like hobo with a shotgun or something right. like the, the right. posters it's, and stuff. But it's it's just like. It's just like a really good drama. Yeah, and it's also kind of about folklore, like the nature of folklore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's very good. I, I can't recommend it enough. But it's yeah. it is not the movie it sounds like with that title. <laughs> right. I'm just hoping this film will cross over with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we'll get another. We'll get like a broad slapstick Bigfoot movie indie film, mm-hmm. like in another two. Oh years. my god, where they team up together, and then it'll be like a trilogy or a trifecta. I would, oh man, see, I want a film where where they, um, where Sam Elliott and uh, David Cross, like team up like Men in Black, <laughs> and hunt Bigfoot together. Obviously, yeah, we all want that. Yeah, that's that's the film I want. But yeah, uh, check out the trailer, The Dark Divide. Uh, nothing, nothing amazing. No big gimmicks or anything. Well, apparently Bigfoot. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's a rather large gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It just looks like a, a fun little comedy. Uh, yeah. So uh, check that shit out. Do it, folks. I also I'm yeah. really I'm really glad you pasted so much of this description because I'm just noticing like it's called the Dark Divide. Apparently, the Dark Divide is a place, and then it's it is a place called the Dark Divide named after a guy named John Dark. 
That's very exciting to me. Really? That's what it says. It's named for John Dark, wow. a 19th century gold prospector. So like that's, that's the coolest goddamn guy who's ever lived. <laughs> John Dark. Oh John Dark, a 19th century gold prospector. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. And like you you assume a divide, you know, not a lot of sunlight's getting down there. That's why it's called the dark divide. No, there was a guy. That's the that's the reason. Great. There was a guy really named exciting. John Dark. <laughs> the dark divide. It's like if what? the Grand Canyon was found by like the the Grand's uh, Rolls Company or something yeah. like what? Why? That's stupid. Yep. <laughs> also, like it's it's an area that's known for like like uh, uh, fights with logging companies. So do do you cool. do you think it's a divide just because it's a clash? Like, do you think it has nothing to do with the <laughs> geographical location? <laughs> it's just totally normal land, and it's named after a guy yeah. and strife with with companies. Yeah. Yeah, it's the dark divide. Um, yeah, that's uh, I don't know, that's fucking weird. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's it. That's 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 the movie. That's the movie I want everybody to know about. And now they all do. And now yeah. they do. So yeah, we we did something here. We really did something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, I we think so. We something. we accomplished a lot in our time together. Alex, thank you so much for being on the show. It's thank always you, great. Thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. Always, always great to have you. Um, what are you up to lately? What what's your what's your deal? What's your whole deal? <laughs> Noah, tell give us. me give me a what's that, and then I can again creative free play my way into what. <laughs> What, what is, is that? that? What is it? Um, well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I was let go by crack.com and, uh, I've gone on to make my own podcast, my own thing. And, uh, it's called secretly incredibly yeah. fascinating and I'm very, very proud of it. I think it's a really good podcast. It's about the history and science and amazing stories that make something that seems ordinary. Amazing. If you just know those things. And then I, I just find the funniest people I know to come and talk to me about it. That's the show. It it has been very entertaining. Thank you uh, to to listen to. Um, you just did the one on Venus, which I really liked. Um, yeah, thanks. I listened to recently the um, the one with Jason, the grocery stores. I don't know. It's it's a great idea because you're starting with just a thing that people don't think about, uh, and then just spending I don't know like an hour uh, just dissecting it. And, yeah. and you really do make it secretly incredibly fascinating. Oh, like you're, boy. It's, it's, man, it's going to be, I, I, I would say it's going to be tough to keep it up, but I know you can because there's so many things that you can do this with. So I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's a very great show. I can't recommend it enough. It's, Thanks, uh, yeah, it's wonderful. And people can get um, excited about uh, the episode on Monday, coming up on Monday, because I have two very exciting guests that they may be familiar with. Who? Uh, one of them's Bigfoot. No, it's uh, Dave and Tom okay. are going to be on the show. Very exciting. Hey! Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did do, we do that. We did it. We did it. Um, yeah, check that out, everybody. Uh, Dave, uh, why don't you tell them what we got going on? Yeah, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Mm -hmm. You can check out our exclusive podcasts on there, like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Yes. C Accurate. Yes. Yes. Truth. Yeah. 
the truth. It's, yes. It's so true every time. It's great. Man, it, it only gets more true every time we say it. We also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash Gamefully Unemployed, where you can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things, big feet, whatever you want. It's there. Do it. Yeah, Catch big feet. Big feet. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's all. That's all you get. Take a bow. Yeah. Um, Everyone. Yeah. Even you guys. Even you guys listening. Um, say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.